0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&A's and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Well, we're going to get right into it here. It is the Insight Crater, our in-depth, long-form show every Thursday from SportsKey to Wrestling. Thank you so much for checking us out. On YouTube, if you haven't done already, subscribe to the channel. You yes, see please. the buttons down there on the bottom. Rick Uchino with me. I am Kev Calm A lot to cover. We're talking about all the big news that WWE has coming into. One of the most critical seasons of their existence coming out of the pandemic. We have a lot to talk about. And a recent story that just exploded. Usually we would say this is coming up, this is coming up. Go check out our YouTube Go like this video, and please, please, I demand that you get in the conversation, because Rick and I are already outraged. We are coming in red hot. I Smoking mean, we got a little-
1: I am champing at the bit. Let me out of the gate, good sir. Let's All go. Right. So where's, let's... The, where's the open? Hang on. Watch out, watch out. Watch, All out, right. watch out, watch out, here it comes Put it on a T for me, baby, let's go Put it right. on a T.
0: alright, recently uh, Established comedian and writer uh, Kenneth Mobley I believe I'm saying her name correctly I, ho- I hope I am uh, I- I've, I've seen her work before Very, very funny, has done the Tonight Show Has written for many, many different things uh, Good on her, got a gig Writing for WWE She did an interview with PostWrestling.com Tip of the cap, north of the border To Canada's very own Post Wrestling And in the interview, she revealed a handful of things that number one, that she didn't have a ton of wrestling knowledge and and not a lot, and that she couldn't exactly remember Bobby Lash's last name, that she knew who he was uh, and that he was he was the main figure on on the show. Now, this has been uh, widely reported and widely roasted by a handful of people in wrestling media, a lot of
1: people, a lot Um, of people, including, including people within our umbrella. Uh, people whose, whose opinions I respect and you know what? They're allowed to have their opinions, but I could not be uh, more on the opposite side of this. There are a lot of people and sorry to cut you off, Kev. There are a lot of people who are dumping on this right away because of this headline. And this is what this is. This is a headline grabber. WWE writer doesn't know who Bobby Lashley is. That's it. And you know what? Most people are reading that headline and they are losing their damn minds today. And it's frankly irritating is what it is
0: very irritating uh and we want to know your thoughts on this i know initially there's going to be some people watching this episode and if you feel this way in the comments i implore you that's what this show really is we get into the engagement but this one is long form we go deep um the the reaction i've seen to this based on what you're telling me is so bubble speak it is so the island of wrestling. Don't come to the island of wrestling if you don't know wrestling. You can't be in wrestling if you don't know this. This is what's wrong with WWE. I've seen so many people say that. Uh, this you can't have people that aren't wrestling people involved in this. And then I look at and then I look at Kenneth's, uh wonderful accolades and the thing that she's been able to accomplish. Uh, I know comedians that have worked with her. I've done stand up myself. I'm not anyone of note but Kenneth is a very accomplished comedian on a, on a national level with some real credentials behind her skills. But she doesn't belong in WWE because, as she, sa- as she stated in this interview, I know Bobby Lashley. Uh, I think his name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley. I know him. I'm starting this job. She hasn't started the job yet
1: as of as a, as far as I know as of June 14th she tweeted out can't wait to start my wrestling job so she hasn't been there that long at all if she has started already and as you alluded to Kevin like you know, a lot of people are sitting here saying this is what's wrong with WWE man they go out there and they hire this writer that doesn't know anything about wrestling to come in this is this is why WWE is awful this is why they're unwatchable actually no it's quite the opposite and, and Kevin I, I let, let me just get into this here Can you tell me what WWE currently has? Do you know what they currently have? From top to bottom, from the corporate office all the way down to the referees, they have a wealth of wrestling knowledge. People in producers' roles. As I said, the boardroom, obviously the talent in the ring, the people in the back. They have a wealth of knowledge of professional wrestling based off the product that I have watched for the most part over the last year and a half, you know what they don't have a whole lot of? Funny, articulate, compelling writers. And that is what she is being brought in to do. She's being brought in to write. She has all the opportunity in the world, all the opportunity in the world, to become a great wrestling person to learn the wrestling industry case in point. I've lived through this, Kevin. I've lived through this eight years ago. I was living my dream. I was covering the Bengals and the reds for an all sports station in Cincinnati. For those who don't know, I I do radio full time and and during the day and I come here and I, I play wrestling journalist at night, the nasty Natty. Yeah. I was living my dream. Covering training camp, the year that the Bengals were on a uh, hard knocks. I was literally caught on HBO talking to Marvin Lewis. Yeah, you know, like three days before we all got called up and we got canned because we weren't we weren't doing good enough in the ratings. So they fired all of us. I was dropped on my ass. Three years into my radio career, I thought it was done. Yep, been there until I until I was hired. I was brought in like three weeks later to seven hundred WLW the highest rated news radio talk station in the country for like eight years running. If we're not number one, we're, we're in the top five all the time. I was brought in and hired. Kevin, do you know what I knew about news? What did you know about news, Rick? Not a damn thing. I went from covering training camp to covering a mayoral election, and I couldn't tell you the definition mm. of the word incumbent at the time. Did not know a damn thing about the news business. Got hired in the top-rated news talk station in the country doing news. Mm -hmm. You want to know why? Because I brought something else to the table. I knew how to write. I knew how to speak. I had a great delivery. And the, and the guy in charge, Jeff Henderson, God love him. He retired a few years ago. I will always be grateful to him because he saved my radio career because he looked at him and he looked at me, a young 25-year-old me, and said, I can teach you news. You've got everything. I can teach you how to do this job. What did you know before you got there? You knew radio. You, I knew worked, you worked
0: in the field, you yes. had other skills, you had other things you could bring to the table and Correct. you had this completely outside perspective that they could build on with your yes. sports background. And over,
1: and over the course of the years, I learned the job. And you know what? Eight years later, I'm still there because Jeff Henderson took a flyer on me who saw something in me and said, I can teach you how to do news. And you know what he did? Mm -hmm. Within a couple of years, I was cooking with gas. Now I am the morning co-anchor, morning drive on 700 WLW doing news. The highest rated news talk station in the country because one guy saw something in me and took a flyer on me and hired me because I brought something else to the table and he decided, you know what? I can work with that. WWE has a wealth of wrestling knowledge. And they have a wealth of wrestling knowledge in their writers already. Yeah. What they need are people who can write dialogue that doesn't suck. So they hired this woman. because she's funny because she she's compelling. You know what? If she doesn't know Bobby Lashley's name six months from now, that's a problem. And she's not going to work there anymore. But she brings something else to the table and she can learn the wrestling business. Mm -hmm. That's why this isn't a big deal. This is why WWE should be applauded. Look, if you if you can find somebody who has all the tools, if you can find that five tool player who can be compelling and uh, compelling and funny and can write and knows wrestling, yeah, you hire their ass. But if you can find somebody who has all these other tools, and you can teach them wrestling, teach them freaking wrestling. And why are we so upset that they're doing this and creative? They've been doing this everywhere else for years. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't believe Michael Cole had a huge, extensive wrestling background. He He was a
0: a journalist for the AP.
1: Yeah. And now he's like one of the top guys in the company. Yeah. They've been doing it with talent for decades. They bring in athletes who know nothing about the wrestling business and they train them. They did it with Braun Strowman. They are doing it right now with Parker Bordeaux. You
0: literally read my mind.
1: Everybody is losing their damn mind because this guy looks like Brock Lesnar. He doesn't know a wrist lock from a wristwatch and everybody's sitting here saying, Oh, he's got to be a diamond mine, man. He's going to be a diamond. mine." Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Cause he doesn't know wrestling yet. So why are we jumping on this chick for not knowing who Bobby Lashley is for a job? She hasn't started yet. Let's give her a chance to learn.
0: And, and let me come in as the comedian here that her job is to come in and write jokes and spices show up. That's at least that's what I can see on the surface, right?
1: Entertaining make and it make entertaining. it entertaining
0: and, and also work on these different characters and spice up things. It's called punch up. She's coming in from, from what I can see to punch up the show. I don't think she's calling eight-week angles. I don't think she's making the final say on who the next champion is. I don't think she's picking out someone from NX. No, I don't think that's happening here.
1: No, it's All a right? writer's it's a writer's room, Kevin. Yes. It's right. a Biden's room. There are people who are sitting around giving up ideas and she could just be somebody who sits there and goes, OK, well, instead of saying that, because that's not how people talk, why don't we alter it in this way?
2: That could or, be or, a job.
0: Hey, you already wrote this. Let me come in and coach it to people and do the segment producing and all these different things that are a part of what WWE does now. All right. She's also a stand up comedian. Inflection
1: is huge. Let me show you how to move the line to make it kill.
0: Let me show you how to get this off the page and not make it sound like you're reading a line that we gave you, right? Yes. And and, and that is a big, big thing that people talk about now. And guess guess who can do that? Comedians, guys. You know, know, great comedian. I I can tell you my jokes, but I can perform them in a way where you would never think that I wrote it down. And somebody has to, somebody has to get people to be able to do those things or write in a way that does it. And to say, just to jump on this woman that you don't know, who you've never seen in material before, to go off on her and say, because she doesn't know this, and this is why Vince, 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 Vince and they're out of touch. Bullshit. You want to hear something? A great writer, and I'm sorry if I can't remember her name. She got laid off last year by WWE. A lot of people lost their jobs. It was unfortunate, and it was the pandemic, and it happened. Her name eludes me. Very, very talented writer. I know she had TV credits. You know what she wrote? She wrote one of the most beloved angles going into WrestleMania 36, Otis and Mandy. She absolutely had a hand in it and lost her job just weeks after it had its first big payoff on, on the biggest show of the year. She wrote that. That, that was a, bi- that was a big thing that she promoted and brought to the table, a young woman. And what are the biggest rising metrics in the audiences of wrestling right now with the most passionate audience that is totally dedicated? It is young women, young women who want to see young women presented on television, but we can't have her at the table. We can't have her at the table. Look at the crowd right now, man. You go to a WWE show in the last two years. What are you surprised to see? A lot of young women with their kids and they care yeah. and they know who the guys are and they want and, to have fun with the show.
1: And it's pretty damn obvious that they got a room full of people who don't know how to write for women. So they so bring, let's in, bring them in. So let's bring let's, in a woman who's funny. Who's entertaining. Yes. Who knows how to write. Does she know wrestling? No, but you know what she can learn wrestling. She's going to have plenty of time.
0: Also, they're, we don't even know she's writing for TV. They have writers just for social media. They have writers just for digital. They have writers just for stuff on WWE Network. There's a ton of different things that they produce, and to make this accusation against someone you don't know is so knee-jerk, ill-informed, and also just, just
1: so bullish. It's so bullish and like it's very close-minded. It's been it's very close-minded. It's, it close-minded. Doesn't know wrestling, so she doesn't belong in WWE. That's that's what this is. Well, you know what? I didn't know a damn thing about news. And now I've been working at a news talk station for eight years and I am damn good at my job now was I I, the
2: did,
0: first? I did improv before I did stand-up and there's a lot of stand-up people like well I mean they, it goes in reverse you stand up and then you find your way to improv or vice versa right but you end up trying to do both you know so if you're a writer and you're a stand-up you're a stand-up comedian you, maybe you want to try writing for TV and you go into that world and it's natural and it makes sense to people that start to do it to people on the outside like well how do you do that how how do you it seems like saying no to something is much more important than saying give it a shot to people i think Almost, almost almost like they come out ready to find something against somebody
1: i i give wwe credit for this hire i do you know you're you're look you know you have a product that needs improving so you think outside of the box and you find somebody who you think, you know what? I think this girl can help us. I think she can help us. Maybe she's the missing key, the missing piece to the puzzle. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. They've hired people without wrestling, sure. without wrestling experience before. And it is floundered in their face. Everybody and they've hired Nathan, comedians everybody, before. Everybody they, remembers Nathan Jones. Maybe. I mean, Nathan Jones was a huge fla- ad admin. Burke wasn't ready for the job. Great on MLB baseball. Not so much on wrestling. Didn't work out. They get, they bring in Jimmy Smith. Everything's cooking with gas. Now you make mistakes. You take risks. If they wait around for people who know, if, if, if they keep waiting for people who know how to write and both know wrestling, guess what? You're just going to recycle the same people over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again in the business. Let's bring in somebody new who isn't used to the same tropes and same BS and same patterns and rhythms that everybody else does in the professional wrestling world. She doesn't know any of this stuff. Maybe, this maybe this some isn't. fresh eyes, different angle could be a good thing for the product. She performed on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon.
0: Like, 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 this is somebody who's like toured the country, has written for major TV shows, has done every a oh, ton of the major comedy festivals. I'm looking at her credits. She's worked with some comedians I know. I I I haven't seen uh, any of her comedy, but I'm gonna trust this. This is somebody who earned this opportunity, and to say this is just so, so silly and just dismissive, you know. This is somebody who's still like, you know, doing everything that they can do in this industry. And so why who are you to say these things? It's and you weird. don't know exactly what her role is. You know what I mean? It's so silly. Right. And, oh, this is another thing we were talking about. If this was a comedian that you know, you'd be like, cool. You'd be wow. like, like th- if this was if this was um Patrice O'Neill wrote for WWE for a period of time and then just said, you know, this isn't for me. I don't want to go on the road. Da, da, da. And he was very open about it. And he he's like, it was very wild word. he was this was in the attitude era. Oh, okay, cool. You know, if it was a comedian, you know, a Bill Burr, you know, a top level theater level comic, right? you would be it, like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I'm down for that. And you wouldn't, no one would say like, I wish they would have brought in a, a wrestler, but I know that guy and he's funny. So let's do it. Let's try it. You don't
1: know her and you're dismissing her and she hasn't even started the job yet. They could bring in Tom Segura, who yeah. is a noted wrestling hater. They could hire him to be a writer. And I'd be like, okay. Because he's going to help the entertainment value because that guy's funny as hell. You don't need to know wrestling. You if now again, she has every opportunity to learn and I believe she is going to learn. And if she picks up wrestling and can deliver on all the stuff that she was hired for mm-hmm. four, five years from now, she's going to be top writer on raw. She will because she'll be the entire package. It's, it's the same thing they do in baseball. You draft somebody because they have three or four tools, and you're hoping to develop another one. Mm. The only tool she needs is wrestling knowledge, and you know what? You can learn. <laughs> we, a, little. You can learn to... a little bit of studying.
0: Uh, this is this is an easy pickup from what you just said there. Oh, there's some tools right now. So they're, they're, <laughs> uh, they're 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 making a lot of noise, just clanging a wrench in a pot, thinking they're thinking they're changing the world. Uh, and uh, so, sorry, guys. Uh, that that silence you're hearing now in your head is just the realization of how wrong you are.
1: All, all, all I can say, and you know what, she may flounder, man. She may flounder, and that, we don't know. We don't know. She has, she like I said, as of the 14th, she hasn't started yet. Root, um, root for, her. root for, her, dude. Um, like root yes. for somebody to get a job. Look, like people react to these headlines, and it's very reactionary. It's like no, you you got to look at it. And some people haven't been in the situation that I have, so I'm not going to blame them for making that that reaction. It's really easy to have that reaction because I'll be honest. When I first saw that headline, I'm like, "Oh, well, that's dumb." And then I looked into it. I'm like, "Okay, well, she hasn't really started yet. She was hired to be a writer. Doesn't know anything about WWE. Well, that's no more different than me. When I was brought in at 700 WLW, I didn't know news. They gave me a shot. I learned it, and I flourished. But we don't want we don't want we don't want you in our
0: world. We only want the cool kids in our world until you earn it, right?" Until yeah, you I didn't
1: it. know a damn thing about professional wrestling, real wrestling. When I got into this, covering this, you know what I did? I went out and trained for a year so I could better understand the business that I chose to cover because I didn't want to just be one of these smart Mark fans. I wanted to know what the hell I was talking about. And trust me, I know what I'm talking about right here because I've lived it. I've lived oh, it. Oh, dude. I answered totally a world great. where I didn't belong and I learned and I adapted her one mistake her one mistake, honestly, was was admitting that she didn't know who Bobby she didn't know sure. Bobby's name. Yeah,
0: that's fine.
1: Because it, it it's you know, fake it till you make it. it it's better to and she
0: can and mind you, we're reading a quote. She she could just be joking and being silly about that.
1: Yeah, it's taken out of context. Yes. Yeah, Jim yes. Jeffrey said it best, man. If you read my material, it's a bad read.
0: <laughs>
1: it's not funny unless I'm doing all the bah that I do. Yeah, it's all the sauce, very, man. granted I have not listened to the interview either Um, I've been at work all day I've been reading the headlines I've been reading the the reaction to it and now I'm reacting All right, so I'm just saying keep things with an open mind and this is no different than me this is no different for me for weeks for weeks in WWE I've been bitching about where's Damian Priest why is Damian Priest not on Monday Night Raw we'll talk about Damian Priest why is he not on the Money in the Bank ladder match and we'll get there but there's always a reason for it there's always a reason you might not agree with it, but sometimes there's a very good reason. So All always right. keep that in your mind, folks. Uh,
0: we, we could go on. We're 20 minutes in and we've, we've covered one topic. but I don't care. Topic.
1: It was, <laughs> I had things that needed to be said.
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you, buddy. So proud of you. You lost some calories doing it. We're going to talk the WWE draft. We will also cover uh, the weird thing that WD did with the Hell in a Cell this past week on television <laughs> and on pay-per-view. uh we we will talk about the contract status of jeff hardy uh and we will get into the new changes and all these different things other things that we will rant about some things we don't agree with all right and also oh by the way we're talking to the best new name to join WWE in quite some time you knew it was ty Valkyrie, frankie monet will be on this episode very funny Uh, story and and, uh, and we'll have the full. Uh, we'll have the you can k- check out the full interview of that up as well on our mm-hmm. channel. We'll talk about a whole lot more deep dives. Let's get right into it. The WWE draft is set for the end of August, reportedly. Uh, thanks to Andrew Zarin, who's been uh, doing all the big scoops recently yes. over at Mattman uh, through the Wrestling Observer banner. Uh, we are end to of August,
1: so very soon. By the way, yeah, We're
0: this is this over. is looking like they're uh, pitching for the end of August and September third. So that would be the uh, the final RAW. Of August and the first SmackDown uh, of September, there. Um, we knew a draft was coming. We heard yesterday and we reported this yesterday as well about a possible change for Big E to jump from Friday at SmackDown to Monday at Raw. Other big tickets could happen. I think a draft is very needed by WWE. Uh, they have a lot of content they put out every week, and they have some, I would say, Sort of redundant pairings now in terms of stories and matchups and stuff like that. And I can see a shakeup between both brands being very, very helpful for the show.
1: It's badly needed. Yeah. It is. It is very, very badly needed. Um, because already you're running out of you're running out of challenge. And this is sooner than I thought.
0: I thought they would do this. The they're doing this before they know right after right after SummerSlam.
1: They know they need a refresh, they know they need a reboot. And, uh, you know, Andrew Zarian uh, saying uh, he's um, telling you today that uh, WWE has big plans for someone who will be switching brands uh, following mm-hmm. Slam. That could very, very easily be Biggie. Uh, he said he has heard the goal that it is to give uh, this year's draft a bigger feel than previous uh, for all the reasons that you might imagine. Um, you have a unique, a unique opportunity to hit the reset button on a lot of talent. And that is true because WWE is running into uh, some some problems because they're running out of opponents for roman reigns. hang on i'm going to sneeze. <coughs> i was trying to fight it back. i was trying now, you're to you're not you're not going to keep yourself in the writers room with that. <laughs> you're sneezing. um you know they they they're running out of opponents for for roman reigns. they're already yeah. running out of opponents for bobby lashley and they really only have had mm-hmm. one uh since he had it. i mean after kofi kingston it's like where do you go? um same thing with the women though.
0: you know Rhea ripley and charlotte feel sort sort it of played out always- to a
1: degree. Here's the other thing. They started doing Money in the Bank qualifiers this week. Well, we're going to talk about that. They don't have enough women on SmackDown to do four qualifying matches or two tag team matches. They don't have a deep enough roster. They have seven active competitors. One of them is your champion. One of them we haven't seen since WrestleMania. Mia Yim is reportedly on SmackDown, but we haven't seen her on TV. So you're talking about five women for Mm -hmm. four spots. What are you just going to do? A battle royal and whoever gets tossed first is out and the other four are in? Like... They have some issues. There's a lot of issues. There are no tag teams left on SmackDown for Naomi or Naomi, excuse me, Natalia and Tamina to compete against. Heck, there's only two tag teams, period, in the entire women's division. So they got to bring some people up. They got to rotate some people in sooner, the better for the draft. Mm hmm. 100% 100% sooner, the better for the draft. First live show is January 16th. That's a Saturday or excuse me. That's a Friday night Smackdown. And then you have money in the bank right after that. Uh, and then, so the draft is talking about at the end of July or at the end of August there. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be hitting the reset button fairly soon and, and they need it. This is big. And if, if Big E and a Big E is the guy that they're seeing some big pu- uh, potential big push, mm-hmm. he might be the guy who knocks off Bobby Lashley in the end. That might be the direction they go. What if Big E's the one who wins the money in the bank ladder match? He has the briefcase at the end of Kofi's program with Lashley. Mm-hmm. Kofi, you know, doesn't get the job done. Biggie steps up to avenge his fallen brother. And we may not see uh, Xavier Woods for a while after he got decimated inside Hell in a Cell. What if Lashley takes out Kofi? All of a sudden, here comes Biggie with the Money in the Bank briefcase. And this is a scenario that was laid out by John Alba. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, J-O-N-A-L-B-A. Um, Great for the scoops down in Florida. Yep. Very, very good, man. What if Biggie comes in and says, "All right, here's my briefcase. Let's fight, SummerSlam, or whenever you know, whenever." It, it, let's say Kofi is the opponent for, for Lashley at SummerSlam. He can come in and challenge him to the next pay per view, pull the John Cena, but actually be successful. It could be a mm-hmm. big, it could be a big thing for Biggie.
0: Uh, I, I think a draft t- totally needed, yeah, and it makes complete sense. And you'll also have the big returns later this year. We know that John Cena is on the table. He even said it again uh, last night on The Tonight Show, another Tonight Show mentioned tonight. And, and you're going to have The Rock at some point. So you have, I think a shakeup around them is fine. I don't think it, it's too hard to pull off here. Something that was odd for WWE pull-off this week was Hell in a Cell. I thought the Hell in a <laughs> Cell they per this, uh, this I thought this past Sunday, I thought it was a fine show. Uh, I th- I, th- I thought, actually, I actually thought Backlash was a better pay per view than this one. Uh, it, they had some solid matches on it. You I can't say it was a bad show. I think anyone who's trying to say it was a bad show is really some
1: reaching. Questionable, you know, booking. Sure. Well, I'm, I, w- I could nitpick. But, but I also I'm think that like there's I'm this. I'm not going to nitpick. Yeah.
0: Oh, you don't have your tweezers out? I'll get them for you. I don't it. have my I
1: tweezers out. You don't have your tweezers? Well, <laughs> I'm good. I'm not going to nitpick. I could, but I won't.
0: You you know don't, you know don't these you know these bad boys out. There you go. Well, I love uh, that you know, have fingernail
1: clippers and call them tweezers.
0: I I was looking for the closest thing <laughs> I have. You need to be <laughs> specific for the people on the podcast side of things. Yeah, I was holding I was holding nail clippers. Here. Um, so you have WWE doing the hell in a cell massive, big structure to sell this pay-per-view comes up every October. They already have to shake it up because they're coming back to live fans in July. Yeah. Let's do money in the bank. Then let's move this up. Let's do some different things in the fall. I think most people were okay with that. And I also think hell in a cell almost looks better on a closed set in, in, in in some way. For sure. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: Uh, and they got to shoot and do like they did those overhead shots with it. There was some really cool, like cinematic and I'm talking about the actual match in the ring, not a cinematic match. And so they did some different stuff with it. Then a uh, curveball thrown last. You and I are on Thursday. Wish we knew about this. Um, they go and put a Hell in a Cell match on Friday at SmackDown. Yeah. Then the then the word is uh that's that's on Fox Network, one of W's uh, competitors. You know they have a competing TV partners with each other. They have Fox. Right. And they have NBC, and then they have money at Raw and Peacock uh, with USA Network and NBC Universal. The following Monday, they also get a Hell in a Cell match. Uh-huh. Uh, they did on, on uh, Friday at SmackDown. They did Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio. Very, very great match. Probably one of the best main events that SmackDown has had in a long, long time. Really just added even more gasoline to how evil Roman Reigns is. He power bombed Rey from the ring into the wall of the cell. Let's not forget that that happened on free
1: television. That, that, we, we call that the Yeet Bomb
0: yes the yeet bomb I, 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 it's, it's, I i'm learning i'm learning the words i'm learning i'm learning the hip cool words
1: that's what he did he yeeted that man
0: <laughs> yes he, he was he did. uh yeeted and defeated yes. and so that that happens then there's some uh, talk over the weekend that usa network representatives were upset that that fox got
1: where's the our game. hell in a cell match so then, <laughs> uh, then Hell there's Hell a pay per view on
0: Sunday. Then there's a Hell in a Cell match on Monday, the following yeah. day.
1: Bobby Lashley to work two. Not times. advertised. Not, Not advertised. advertised. Dropped literally out of the sky. They open up the show. Hell in a Cell is still there, and immediately I'm going, "Oh my god, they're gonna get them." Make good. That's another radio term. That's where you, you drop the ball on an ad or something preempts it, and you got to make good. You got to make it up to your, your advertiser, and you got to give him like two extra spots to make up for the one that you missed. And now all of a sudden, here's Lashley. Poor Lashley has to go through hell in a cell twice in 24 hours because USA Network is pissed off.
0: And he worked both matches. He didn't just do a <laughs> light one on the second round. You know? No. Yeah. No, uh, and
1: give Drew credit too, because he took an ass whooping. And he oh. still wrestled the next night. I'm like, dude, Drew, rest your back, man. What do you? Don't be a hero, man. You can do. There's your no way off. he
0: slept on his back that night. No, There's No way. Not There's a chance. No way. Hell.
1: Not a chance at all. That is not a chance yeah. in hell in a cell. Did he sleep on his back?
0: That is a side side pillow body pillow night, man, for sure. Uh, and so odd thing that you did here. I, I I would say the biggest victim in this isn't anyone specifically because if you did make good with all your TV partners, you did right. Uh, and fans got Hell in a Cell matches on free TV, so uh, I think that's still pretty cool. The Hell in a Cell match, I think, is the biggest victim here. You know, like you, yeah. It's, yeah, like it's a really fun, a special thing that got used uh, very, very quickly when it's when it used to be the be all end all. Remember when, when oh, this is this is the wrestling speak, the wrestling bubble thing? It was used before you would end things there. Like that was it. That that was. Where you knew McFoley was definitely going to wrestle one of his last matches because he was going to take on uh, Triple H inside Hell in a Cell back in like you know, 2000. And when Edge and Undertaker did a Hell in a Cell, obviously, you know, Foley and Mankind, all those different things, right? So I'm just of the thought where it's, I think Hell in a Cell is the biggest victim, uh, but I guess both your TV partners are happy. But this is the thing, you know, this is WWE's polyamorous relationship we, with media
1: companies, right? We don't need to see a Hell in a Cell match. Until 2023, as far as I'm concerned, because they have just because they, they we had when we had that last Hell in a Cell in October too, like less than right. a year ago. Yeah, so we've seen yeah six Hell in a Cell matches in eight months. That's too much. For yeah, and it it, it's, be, it it's, be it's circumstantial. Track, special. I think a lot of it is circumstantial, like
0: the shakeup of like, all right, we're going to be in front of live fans in July. We have to change everything we're doing. You know, right. so I I, I kind of write that off. Like it kind of balances itself out. I'm not too critical of WWE. Uh, and, uh, but also that, Hey, Xavier Woods got the main event. money raw hot player, hey, hot hand, Bobby Lashley is still your champion. Still looks dominating. Like Xavier
1: I, Woods does not get enough credit. No being as good as he is. No, and I, think so there was a lot, I think there was a lot of truth in that promo that he spouted off there. And, you know, he does. And I saw somebody tweet this out. He gets treated like the little stepbrother of the new day. And it's like, guys, he is just as good, if not better than Kofi and Big E. He might be the best wrestler out of all three of them. The guy is truly a renaissance man. He can do it all. He could go on a big solo run all of his own. And I do hope he wins King of the Ring this year. I hope they read the room when Mm -hmm. they put that tournament out there and put Xavier Woods in it. And if he doesn't win it, at least gets a big, long run. Heroes run to the finals, man. Could Uh, Could you imagine a King of the Ring finals of Big E versus Xavier Woods? Woo!
0: emotions with a world
1: title shot on the line
0: emotions oh you you're on oh. your, your twitter's been a little oh. hot with your uh your fantasy brackets of how oh, you, you do them. it
1: i'll keep making them i i, I keep I, i'm working things out the first one sucked admittedly i had too many baby faces in there didn't work. <laughs> and that's why i appreciate that's why i appreciate constructive criticism more about constructive criticism i took people's notes i made it i made a second one you can see both of them right now follow me on twitter at rick uccino r-i-c-k-u-c-c-h-i-n-o yeah, and I'll, I'm going to keep making them. I'm going to keep making them until I find that perfect bracket because now I got to remove Kevin Owens because he's going to be taking some time off. <laughs> uh,
0: this was the best Raw in quite some time. Uh, I, I saw your good, please bad, go. ugly video, which is up now on the Sports Geek Wrestling channel. Go, Please go check it out on YouTube. And I agree with you. This is the best Raw I've seen some time. Now, our very own Vince Russo did not agree. He was not fond of this week's episode. And you can watch that no episode offense- of Legion yeah. of Raw
1: as well. No offense to Vince. He, he is... He is fully entitled to his opinions. Does that man like anything? I I have not. Other than Eva Marie, does that guy like anything?
0: <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> very, very good question. I thought this was a good four momentum raw. And I think Ross just raw by itself is a hard show to pull off at this point because I think there's expectations that are put on it that no other wrestling show has to deal with. That are from those guys that are in that like they've been watching for over 20 years so wrestling run at raw has to feel like it did in 1998 and wrestling can't feel like it did in 1998 it's to feel like it should feel in 2021 and
1: it's a three-hour show <laughs> it's a three-hour show uh it and it, they, they could put so much more effort into it and just do honestly just do subtle little tweaks it's amazing how much money in the bank qualifying matches it's it's a it's a it's a simple thing it's a simple tiny thing but how much it adds to the show because we had five matches that felt important because they were the women should have gotten their own singles matches their own qualifiers you know and we'll'll we'll, we'll dive into one of what we saw in one of those tag team matches uh so again I could nitpick there but they they put five qualifying matches on there all the matches were important they felt important. And then WWE went out of their way to shock us, to go the opposite direction because all of these matches seemed very predictable. If you oh, wanted to be if you or- wanted, to be, Orton's
0: going to mow over Riddle, right? Like, 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 yeah, like that—that's going to be done. he's Going
1: to beat John Morrison, you know. Yeah. They're going to put Drew McIntyre in there, you know. Mm-hmm. This, no, you know, they're going to put AJ Styles in there. No, mm-hmm. they all lost. They all lost. There all this, Ken all Annigan. the studs. All the there were studs some, lost
0: here. All the predictable were, guys that would win lost.
1: There were some shenanigans, some protections there, and, and that's fine. But the, the important thing is, is Ricochet, John Morrison, and Riddle are in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Just based off of those three guys alone, there's going to be five others added. But off of those three guys alone, what they can do in the ring, what they can do in a ladder match? Mm-hmm. Over the moon excited. Over the moon excited. They pulled the swerve with Eva Marie and Piper Niven. We'll get into that here in a little bit. You, you figured those two were going to go in there. Nope. They made the right call. They put Asuka and Naomi in there. They put Alexa and uh, and Nikki Cross in there. All of those were the right decisions. They made all the right booking decisions. Somebody's going to end up getting made in that men's match for sure. Maybe also in the women's match as well. It was great. I thought, I thought this week's Raw was upper stratosphere compared to where it has been was it perfect absolutely not there's some things that i could hate on uh particularly the second chance uh match next week for the three losers of the men's match because one of those guys is going to go in i don't think they necessarily needed to go that direction it's they- a triple
0: threat though i'm a little bit more okay with it being a triple threat and they like it's a harder opportunity for them to get through
1: uh, i get it but yeah. you got so many other guys that you could put in matches and this is before we had the Damian priest update and i'm sitting here screaming at my tv screen why isn't Damian priest in a mother effing uh you know qualifying match for money Lay this out to what me are what are these doing? what are
0: these what are these conflicting reports about Damian priest we haven't seen him on television since mid-may he had that match at backlash with the zombies whatever but this and that guy was had like long. a very very big noteworthy match in april at wrestlemania that was probably one of the more talked about matches at this year's wrestlemania and he we interviewed him he went on the record saying that there was a lot of pressure on him to pull that off with yes. bad bunny uh, a non-wrestler in a wrestling match and he pulled it off in this tag team match against miz and morrison but here he is not even on money at raw just a few months later
1: right and so people other than myself started to take note of this and the tuesday morning we had the wrestling observer put out a report that Damian Priest was dealing with a back injury and immediately I went okay thank god at least there's a reason I hope he's okay. It's kind of sad that that was my first thought process was oh god at, at least there's a reason thank you but jesus get better. But that was man because that, that was my biggest fear is like why are they sitting on their hands on this guy? Why? Why do they put him, you know, in the in those pressure situations why did at wrestlemania why did they put him in the uh the promotional match that they knew everybody was going to crap on at the uh, what was that backlash the next pay-per-view after that like why mm-hmm. did they do all that and then take him immediately off of television so at least there was a reason but then fightful select report came out and said that they had not heard about that back injury in fact they had people deny that back injury to them they just said he was unavailable Due to undisclosed circumstances, the last few weeks, and could be back next week, as far as uh, as long as WWE Creative has something for him. So he's not going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match because they've already announced that you know it's going to be Drew and AJ and Randy and a second chance triple threat match. So, so you know, the raw the raw slots are kind of almost decided at this point, except for pretty one. Much except Jinder Mahal said, "Hey, if I take out somebody, consider me to, to replace them because there are a lot. They of can always do that." Yeah, yeah, they're they a shuffle. So though. they made the right choices. Let's just hope they don't uh they don't backfire on that. But hopefully Damian Priest is healthy and he'll be back soon.
0: All right. Uh Jeff Hardy. What is the status of Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy recently had some big wins, significant wins on television against Cedric Alexander, including a match where he said he would risk his career randomly yeah. and won. And won. Uh, they, but hey, they had a good match too, by the way. That match I, itself was very, very good bell to bell action. And uh, Jeff is uh, definitely still a guy in his 40s who is showing the wear and tear. I, I'm, I'm not judging anyone, but he is a guy where he is still working like he's 19. I wouldn't say he's as fast and as nimble as he was then, but this guy's had so many injuries, has had so many different challenges health-wise outside of wrestling with addiction stuff. I think he's an incredible story. I think he's a first ballot WWE Hall of Famer along with his brother, Matt. Uh, he's still in WWE. Matt got out of WWE, went to AEW. Hart, Matt Hardy's going on the record saying, I want to end my career with tag team with my brother. And that that he's going to, to have to wait a bit.
1: He's going to have to wait a bit
0: uh, because uh, Jeff Hardy's contract runs into 2022, uh, based on some re- recent updates. Hardy, uh, fight, not, yeah, not, not yeah, yeah, go, uh, ahead. go
1: ahead. go Yeah, fiveful select had this out again today uh, that his contract runs through the end of 22, maybe even stretches into the beginning of 2023. And then they could also add injury time on top of that. So WWE has Jeff Hardy for a while and you have I mean, good years you have
0: yeah and this guy is 40s you know you, yeah. you, got, you like and uh those guys that get up there past certain age they know they know where the time is and they know what they can do with it uh and i think with jeff hardy he there's still a lot you can do with him in wwe i know everyone says get him out of there let him go to w- AEW, and there's a chance that may happen you know where yeah. where they're like hey they're, we're going to let you still, out there's you know?
1: still talk that there could be some more releases i'll say this much if you don't have significant plans for a guy let him like go party. Yes. Let, Let, him him go. Go Let him go to AW. Let him go to AW. Let him tag with his brother. Let him close out his career the way he wants to. Why are you putting him on the bench? Because mm-hmm. those wins over Cedric Alexander, I wouldn't even call them significant. The only thing, the only reason why I would think they would, they are significant is because they're his first wins. in God knows how long, like this is, this is a guy you've done nothing with nothing with. The last thing you did with him is you put the intercontinental championship on him. And then he lost it like two months later. And he's pretty much been losing ever since. You haven't done anything of any significance with him. And he. there was a long stretch of time where he wasn't even on television. This is Jeff Hardy and, we're talking about. And they
0: here. had him on SmackDown, I want to say, in the summer last year. And he was doing some big stuff there. I mean, they were they were really focusing him on a lot. And he was able to do the vignettes about him getting his life back together and all these different things. And then they moved him to Raw. And I really think he got lost in the shuffle on my at Raw uh i think uh, i think the biggest thing you can do with jeff hardy and we said this with other veteran talent in, in wwe i know nxt is the platform for younger talent that they've signed they want to develop from the ground up uh and there's been some people that went there that have already left NXT and now come back finn Balor is a great example of that i think jeff hardy could be a real asset to wwe if he went to nxt and was able to like compete for the title there and work with younger talent and do different things and uh, like have a new pairing with a, a completely fresh face time. I also think the crowd in Florida, they love themselves some Hardys. they, that, 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 that whole South, like, I mean, anywhere really. Right. But I think, uh I think he came in there he'd be a real kick in the ass for nxt they can do some really really special things and also he understands the system he could get you've heard this before framing for television in terms of time getting the camera right and also the style of nxt i think he'd be really perfect about getting those guys to dial everything in and also getting them to bring their promos out i don't think jeff hardy is the greatest promo i don't think he tell you he's the greatest promo but he understands how to pull off um the that that melodrama that you need week to week and that is something that NXT does well and he does that stuff. He has a, he has a good tool with that. I think him and NXT would be the best thing WWE could do right now with him right now.
1: I think the best thing that they could do with Jeff Hardy is to just utilize him on either Raw or SmackDown in sure. the main oh, title yeah. because yeah. let's face it, they have a face problem. They have a face depth problem. Daniel Bryan gone. Kevin Owens is taking time off. Who's your top baby face on SmackDown right now?
0: If, if Jeff Hardy was ready to go at Bobby Lashley right now, I think some people would be down for it, and it'd I, be a
1: fresh matchup. Sure, it would, and that's why people are excited with Kofi Kingston because one, Kofi Kingston is getting a shot again, but it's a fresh matchup, and you're moving Kofi back into the main event scene where you know he he needs to be. Jeff Hardy could very easily be in the main event as a singles competitor right now. He has the pedigree, he has the the equity built up. He's Jeff Frick and Hardy, man. He's a multi-time world champion. It's not that hard to just sit there and put him right back in the title. Give him a couple of wins and move him right back into the title picture. Make him get back up there. You know, don't do the zero to hero like, oh, well, this guy just lost to Jinder Mahal in two minutes last week. Oh, but now he's beaten Kofi Kingston. So he gets a WWE title shot. Don't do that. But it wouldn't take it as long to build him up back into the main event scene as it would be for some of these guys who have never been there uh, before. So. Yeah. I could move. I could very say move him over to SmackDown in the draft and utilize him because you have Big E on SmackDown right now. I don't think he's getting a shot uh, at the the world title any at least anytime soon. Um, you got Cesaro who just lost to Seth Rollins. You've got Shinsuke Nakamura. Who's your other face right now on SmackDown? Rey Mysterio. He just got decimated. Like. We don't know who's going to be answering this open challenge on Friday, and we'll take some guesses here coming up after we talk to Frankie Monet. But man, there's they got some depth issues. And you got a guy like Jeff Hardy, who the fans love, who the older fans love, who the younger fans could easily fall in love with. And you're not utilizing him right now. If you don't have plans for him, let him go to AW and tag with his brother. I have I have you have
0: three options here. Three options in our next little quick segment before minutes away before we talk to Frankie Monet and a great, very fun interview. A lot of laughs in this interview with Frankie Monet. Uh, we do, we discover the order origins of Johnny Drip Trip. Yes, uh, yes, we'll talk about that.
1: Johnny Drip Trip.
0: Uh, you you get three options here. You like it, you hate it, or you can cop out and tell me it's too soon to tell. All right. <laughs> you got you have three options. Yes. And there's been a lot of different opinions on this. And you got a whole, I'm going to hold you to your opinion here. All right. Nikki Cross is a new character was presented this past Monday night on raw. Sure. She, was. Has, been, she has been a fiery, uh, I'm super positive, And she has an exuberance that, that shouts off the television and she's an underdog. And now she's a superhero. Uh, what do you think of, uh, people that have already described her as the her, a uh, cane of uh, the new, of WWE, uh, she's a new superhero getup. I I thought, actually thought the costume was kind of cool. Uh, I, I thought it looked different and in terms of the women. I think, uh, uh, a masked female wrestler, the WWE hasn't done that in a long time. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. I don't like it. I don't hate it
1: for me. It's too soon to tell. What say you? Yeah. I'm also going to take the cop out on this one. Uh, and and say it it is too soon to tell because I'll, i'll be honest my initial reaction when i first saw her i'm sitting there going i hit i literally hit pause on my tv and uh parental alert screamed out what the fuck are they doing with nikki cross that is the first that was my initial reaction my initial reaction and then again i stopped And I I thought about this and, you know, I waited and I waited and I I wanted to think on it. And then it came out that this was something that Nikki pitched and it's something that Nikki is very excited for and something that she wants to do. And I've already seen some people come out there and say, it doesn't matter. A bad gimmick is a bad gimmick. And this might be a bad gimmick, but I have no issues with WWE. We've already
0: decided it's bad, Rick.
1: Yeah, we've already decided that it's bad. And I have no issues, though, with WWE listening to one of their talents who is passionate about something, who wants to try something. So a talent that they weren't using at all. And she found a way to get herself back on television because she wanted to do this. And new also, character.
0: also got completely new gear made for that. All right. Like that wasn't done out, with, it. with
1: no intent. Went out and did it. Just like, just like Bray presented this new character, went out and did it. And for a while there, he was the hottest thing in wrestling, but it's always, and this is the only reason why I say it's too soon to tell because with WWE, it always comes down to the booking. It always comes down to the booking. If they come out and they book Nikki Cross seriously, she yeah. she actually won a match this week, like legitimately won a match this week. She pinned Shayna Baszler, put herself in Alexa Bliss uh, in the Money in the Bank ladder match. If they book her seriously, if she goes out, wins matches, if you know, basically the anti-Hurricane, because Hurricane was all comedy, all gimmick. And he was great at it. Legitimate superhero. That's what they're gonna try and go with. She's legit. No, 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 not even not even that she has superpowers, but this is she feels powerful in the costume. She goes out and she wins. That's it. Yes, if if she wins matches, legitimately wins matches, goes out and wins money in the bank. She drinks
0: drinks the Michael Jordan juice like in Space Jam. She puts a costume on and she's inspired.
1: Here's what I would do. You want to establish that Nikki Cross is, is is a serious player. Here's what I do. Nikki Cross wins money in the bank. Yeah, that night, that night. And yes, I'm saying this knowing that the last three women's money in the bank match winners all cashed in within 24 hours. We haven't had anybody hang on to the briefcase since Carmella was the first one to do it. And she was the longest one ever, men or women. That night after Rhea Ripley defeats Charlotte Flair and retains her title, Nikki cashes in. It's the only thing that makes sense with the way that they built Nikki up into the superhero because she has been working with both Rhea and Charlotte. So it makes sense. Have Nikki cash in. Have her win the Raw Women's Championship. Separate out Charlotte and Rhea from the title because these two are going to fight for a while, and they should because these two will work really, really well with one another. They don't need that championship there. Let Nikki run with a title for a while. Give us something fresh there. And title, have- makes,
0: title makes the wrestler in this, in this case.
1: Yes. Yes. Let Nikki cross. See what Nikki can do with the raw women's championship. Let her wrestle the Naomi's and in, the front crowds, and- in front of she'll crowds
0: too. She'll be doing, she'll be doing it but- in front of crowds.
1: Yeah. Cause who's the baby face in Rhea and Charlotte. Yeah. who's supposed to be the baby face here. I, I don't, don't know, know who I'm supposed to root for. I don't know what the fans know who they're supposed to root for. So have Nikki cash in especially if that crowd is dead during the Charlotte and Rhea match because they don't know mm. who the hell to cheer for. Mm. Here comes Nikki Cross. Music hits. Boom. She wins the title. Massive freaking pop. Charlotte blames Rhea. Rhea blames Charlotte. Those two can fight until eventually they realize they can fight all the way through SummerSlam. They can, Until eventually they realize that they have a lot of similarities with one another and that they should combine their forces and they team up and they become a badass tag team and they win the tag team titles kind of like the bar did, you know, with, with Sheamus and Cesaro. That's where I think I would go with that. Give Nikki across Nikki across, give Nikki cross a chance. See what she can do. And you know what? If it's not working out, it would be very easy to put the title right back on Rhea Ripley. It really would. That's the direction yeah. I'm going. And it establishes this new super Nikki as a serious character and a, a serious competitor. That's what I would do
0: all right and uh, let us know in the comments if you guys are watching on youtube or facebook wherever you're watching the show let us know what you think uh give us the like it hate it or too soon to tell on nikki cross what do you think all right it's fresh out of the box i like this idea i think we should do more like it hate it or too soon to tell in the future uh let's get to our interview with NXT superstar jumping over from impact wrestling one of the biggest free agents that WWE is in quite some time. Uh, Yeah, she's married to John Morrison, uh, but she is also the longest reigning impact knockouts champion of all time and has a lot of expectations on her future. No longer Taya Valkyrie, now known on WWE NXT every Tuesday night on the USA Network as Frankie Monet. Love this interview, Rick. Uh, Another great exclusive we get from WWE. Let's jump right
1: into it. Yeah, I was going to say real quick, if you want all of that, if you want the entire 16 minute interview in its entirety, and I know I just said the same word twice, go to the Keto Wrestling YouTube channel and check that out. But for this clip specifically, I had to focus on Johnny Drip Drip. <laughs> A question that I'm sure is on everybody's mind. Just how much time does John Morrison spend working on those moist related puns?
2: <laughs> listen. <laughs> if he has to try like I sometimes there's a lot of drip drip talk okay it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) but he's having the most fun I've seen him have in a long time so I just kind of just go okay yeah (laughs)
1: can you explain the drip drip thing to me i don't know if i'm just out of out of touch i i don't understand what he's talking about when he says oh
2: okay i will give you the origin story of johnny okay yes please the origin story of johnny drip drip is about two years ago we were all driving in a car me john tessa and kiera after a taping to go and eat dinner or like at this you know 24-hour diner something ridiculous in new york and we were playing cardi b in the car and we're all delusional from lack of sleep and you know and all this kind of stuff and being super hungry and john i i don't know if anyone knows this but john likes to rap (laughs) so (laughs) he started rapping to cardi b and then I believe it was be- like within that car ride that Johnny Drip Drip was born. So <laughs> it just kind of, I don't even remember who it was that said like, oh my God, Johnny Drip Drip. And like, it just became a thing. And then if you look at the first music video that Miz and him did uh, that, you know, right after COVID had- Started for that WrestleMania last year, you know, that was the introduction to the WWE universe to who Johnny Drip Drip was. So, Johnny Drip Drip has been a development over the last few years, and, you know, he's just going to keep going with it, and I'm here for it.
1: um now I, that's
2: the origin story <laughs> i love
1: it oh my gosh i'm so happy i asked that question um you know i know uh, many people out there are, are would be curious to know if you have any aspirations of, of working with johnny drip drip uh, on screen at some point in wwe
2: i absolutely do i think that we have co- un- unconditional like you know chemistry that cannot be denied on screen in the ring you know um but i did you know i want to make a point of having the WWE universe learn who I am on my own as well. So I think that this time in NXT for me is is very important. And there's I'm being reintroduced to some fans who've never heard of me. And I and I just think it's important that they get to know who I am a, on my own first. So eventually, absolutely I can't wait for Frankie Drip Drip. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also just really excited to to you know find my way and have everyone know who I am and what I bring to the table on my own as well.
0: Quite well, a little Frankie, exclusive there, Frankie Drip Drip. Frankie drip Drip.
1: I really want to know who said it, uh, Kiara or uh, Tessa. I, I want to know, like, if I ever get to talk to either one of them, that's going to be my first question. Were you the one, <laughs> the first Johnny Drip Drip? Was it you? All right, was it the one?
0: you've been with us for over 53 minutes. Uh, you can check out that once again, that full interview with Frankie Monet up on our YouTube channel, on our podcast channel as well. We're going to drop it in the audio feed as well. Uh, if you've been watching this long and you haven't hit the like button dude it's just a
1: button just go hit the button we're, all we're right likable guys we're likable we're, we're, we're fine guys we talk in this tone we're, well, we don't we're sound desperate. just by the first 15 minutes of the show alone man
0: <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to time stamp this one for sure <laughs> maybe some people are like i get it i get it Get <laughs> um uh let, let's get into the other big questions of the day we have a couple of big questions here yes. three of them coming up here who could answer Roman Reigns is open challenge. By the time you hear this, you may know who that person is, Very but true. who can do it? Uh, Roman Reigns has mowed through the competition since winning the title last summer. He took out Braun Strowman in the Fiend to win the belt. He beat Drew McIntyre, who was the other WWE world champion over at Raw, uh, on Raw on a great match. Maybe one of the best matches of last year at Survivor Series. All right. He has outlasted Cesaro. He has outlasted Kevin Owens for months. He's outlasted every challenger that has stepped up against him and continues to abuse his family in the process, his own cousins, who will accept the open challenge of Roman Reigns. It is this Friday night on network television. The most talked about man in professional wrestling for all the right reasons is Roman Reigns, and he's asking anyone to come out and acknowledge him. Who is it, Rick?
1: You really don't have a whole lot of options, do you? Because well, what we talked about,
0: there's there is one. A lot of,
1: there is one that came to mind. There, there's a couple uh, because process of elimination. Those are the only baby faces you have left. Um, I I don't think. I think it would be a bad time to do Cesaro again because he just lost to Seth Rollins, so I think that eliminates him. I don't. I unless- think there's there's more there's more
0: in the there's more gas in the tank at Rollins and Cesaro. I think they have one more to wrap this thing. Up.
1: I, probably. I think they're going to do three. Uh, you yeah. know they. Get- Cesaro kicked his butt at Mania. Seth snuck one in there. Uh so they'll probably do a third one and see who uh who breaks the tie, which I'm fine with. Yeah, um, they, they had great matches. Right. And I don't think it's gonna be Rollins yet, because I don't think they're gonna do that match at it's money. Heel thing. heel.
0: I'm, yeah. Yeah. They don't want the, I don't think I don't think with live fans coming back, they want to do heel heel. They want to have some cheer and somebody. Can boo.
1: somebody. Unless they're going to flip somebody, which with Kevin Owens now taking time off, uh with Daniel Bryan no longer being on SmackDown and frankly no longer being in the company. They could use somebody to flip. So unless they're going to flip Seth Rollins, unless they're going to flip Sammy Zayn, which is what I would do, by the way, that would be a very quick switch to flip. And he's, you know, everybody loves him anyway. So just let him go back to, to being Sammy and that and being, being the good Sammy. And I think everybody would get behind that. There's really only two options the guys who are currently on the roster. I'll say that much. It's either going to be Biggie, which might be a little too soon to do that, especially if you have big plans for him on Raw. So I'm going all the way back to February, man. The guy who deserves his opportunity at the Universal Championship but never got it. Mm-hmm. The new king of SmackDown. I'm going with Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: The king of strong style. He is the now the king. He's done that's, with
1: Baron Corbin. Finished him that's, off that's last his week. Prize. That's his prize for taking the crown. He gets a shot to be the true king of SmackDown now. He gets to take on the tribal chief. Because let's be honest, Dubrow got screwed Months ago, by Jimmy, or excuse me, by Jay Uso and by Roman Reigns, they put Adam Pearce over in a match, and then Adam Pearce gave Kevin Owens the title shot that, let's be honest, Shinsuke Nakamura earned. Nakamura earned that title match. He had that great run in the gauntlet match. Should have been him. Then all of a sudden, Cesaro signs his contract, reportedly, and then he gets back in and he gets his push, and Shinsuke Nakamura gets to beat Jay Uso once, and then he's back in obscurity again. But now he's got Rick Boogs. He feels more important.
2: Dude, just,
0: his introduction with Rick Boogs on Friday Night SmackDown and Pat McAfee losing his mind at commentary with it. That is gonna be really cool to see live. Yes. Like like with a yes. live crowd and stuff like that.
1: I'm gonna be in Cleveland <sighs> on the 23rd of July. I will be standing up there with Pat McAfee.
0: <laughs> out How many people you point. think are gonna are gonna try and stand on their seats like he does. All of he them. Sits on, he I think all on of shirt.
1: them. I think that's gonna be a thing, man. I think. I think Nakamura, Which is dangerous,
0: though, because you're have a bunch of people falling off chairs. Especially, and especially,
1: look, especially if you start giving Nakamura this push now, if he's the guy who steps up, if that's the guy who's going to get the shot at Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. you're going to see people get behind him. And all of a sudden, there's going to be that groundswell, and WWE is going to remember what they had when he won the Rumble in 2018, but they decided not to pull the trigger and give him the title. I'm not saying he'll beat Roman, but WWE is going to re- be reminded who they have in Shinsuke Nakamura. That's why he's the guy I'm going. You got a guy that you can elevate now. You have an opportunity to elevate that the audience we already know is going to get behind. Mm-hmm. You got unfinished business. I would go Shinsuke Nakamura here. I go this route.
0: What movie is coming out on Friday? Uh, is that F9, FU, F5? Which one that is, is it? F9? Fast <laughs> and the Furious 9 starring... Uh, Vin Diesel and one John Cena playing. Oh, brother, good old John eternity. Cena. Yes. John Cena. Cena. <laughs> uh, I, I think this is a platform for John Cena to reintroduce himself, not, not in person, uh, but, but do something where it's clear that, hey, I'll see you July 16th. You and I are going to have a conversation. And, uh, and it, it lines up with it. Uh, yes, he, uh, you know, seen one on the wreck with Chris Van Vliet last week saying, hey, I'm coming back. He did it last night openly declaratively on the tonight show, big platform. Uh, and it, this may make some people angry at NBC that he's on your NBC show saying he's going back to WWE. He's not going to do it on the WWE NBC show. Uh, <laughs> but if, if, if John Cena is doing something in WWE, he's going to do it with the biggest possible player. He can, oh, yeah, you yeah, mentioned yeah. he's gone through everyone else. Who else is available? Cena coming in now to get that spot. Does it feel like he usurps the line and jumps the line? Yeah, but it's John Cena. And it, and it's it's SummerSlam, and the circumstances are completely different. And this guy is going to be in the biggest blockbuster movie of the year. That is not deniable on WWE's register. Okay, well, not it, deniable. The
1: biggest blockbuster? Is that what you're saying? That uh, is is not debatable. Because I'll, I'll I'll debate. Oh that no one.
0: no, but it's <laughs> it's set to be right. It's I mean set it's going to gonna be.
1: be a blockbuster. Sure, I mean, he's, but...
0: got, he's got two shots at. It. He's got the Suicide Squad coming out in August. Oh yeah yeah, well. yeah 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 yeah. All right, oh, and then true. he's got a show on HBO Max. You know, coming out this year, and another movie. Got a
1: lot to right? promote. Got a lot to promote. All right. I don't. I don't mind your idea. I don't because. And you don't have fun. to have them there. This it's is fun. this is vignette. Yeah. Drop it on the
0: screen, and like he's. I've gone through oh, everybody. You're gonna,
1: you're gonna do the old. Hey Roman, up here. Hey Roman, up here. What's well, yeah, the Thunderdome?
0: Yeah, I know. You can do a bunch uh, of different things with it. You can play yeah. around with it. You don't have to do it that way. Right. Uh, or why don't we say yes? Why don't you say yes, Daniel Bryan? Why don't you say yes? Sign,
1: sign on the dotted line.
0: Sign on the dotted line and come back. I don't know if this is the circumstance for Daniel Bryan to come back. I do think it is somebody like Shinsuke Nakamura. It's a little bit of a dark horse that comes in here before things get really hot and we got fan, we got people in front of fans again.
1: There there's um, also there's also the possibility they've been working out on you know main event. You could bring in a guy like Karrion Cross, you could bring in a guy like Bronson Reed possibilities. I would hope that they don't bring those guys up yet just because those are your and, and go that fast with them and, yeah. go,
0: and, and go like right up to the top. With I him. think
1: carrying Cross you could go immediate. Yeah. Like Cause Karrion, he has. Yeah. Karen Cross you do exactly what you did with him in NXT. You do it on the main roster.
0: And he but, has that great. He has that gravity on camera. Also. He's, he's formidable. He's big. He walks yeah. in. He, he, he can't deny him. He,
1: he could be a guy who could come in and take out Lashley and you go, okay, I believe it. What about one of the Usos?
0: I mean, uh, you've you had you've had Roman Reigns going off on his, his cousins, his brothers here for quite some time, and brow them, and now they all have to fall in line and and do his bidding and all these different things. And we didn't see, we saw we, we saw Jimmy finally get in line with the family order of that Roman's is the top guy, and you have to protect me. Uh, and now where where was where was Jay last week? Jay wasn't we on the show. We don't
1: know where Jay is. We don't know where he stands. So maybe mm-hmm. I I talked to Jay Uso earlier this year. That interview was up on the Sports Sportskeeda Wrestling YouTube channel jimmy or excuse me jay said hey look i want another shot at roman so maybe we 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 jump down that avenue again where he takes another shot but i i don't i kind of like your idea of john cena because we know cena's coming anyway right like we we know he's coming throw
0: the curveball throw the curveball curve because i mean the the predictable thing is that he's going to be there on the 16th and that's what everyone thinks they haven't said it he hasn't right. been advertised i would advertise he's saying he's saying i'm coming back Right. But I, I would, what I would do is say, I'm John Cena. I'm promoting the Fast and the Furious movie right now. It's out in theaters. Go see it tonight. Go see it this weekend. Have a good time. But Roman, you're not gonna have a good time. I'm gonna see you July 16th, July 16th. on Friday Night SmackDown. You and I are gonna have a little conversation. Yeah, and, I, and ma- make it clear, like I can't be there right now. And then Roman can go like, I uh, see what I'm doing. I'm here all the time. This guy's running off and doing this. And you
1: can go. The I, I want to see this so badly because. Roman Reigns has come so far in his promo work cuz the last time that he and John Cena squared off as, you know, promos, it's called Cena, a promo kid. It's called schooled, a promo Cena kid. schooled his ass. <laughs> Cena schooled his ass. I want to see how Roman stacks up with him now. And they
0: had a great match too. They, they did. That, the that was that was, was kind of like uh, you know, and Cena did the post
1: match interview. Where he said it was like the passing of the torch type thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, I want to see this. I think it's going to happen. Um, and yeah, I know I've been on the record as saying you close out SmackDown with a surprise appearance of of, of John Cena. If you're going, though, we, we got a lot of people who are coming back. We mm-hmm. got a lot of people who are coming back. We got Edge, who's due back soon, right around the 16th. We know Becky Lynch is on the horizon as well. She's been seen at the Performance Center recently. Thank God. Uh, and we know John Cena. Of, of all three of those guys, the one person that I would advertise is John Cena because you True. know that's going to bring in the main the main uh, main what's the word i'm looking for here main uh yeah and i i think with the television what a brain fart jesus
0: but i mean it it, but it it could change based on the the way wwe's been handling things you know they added a hell in a cell to friday Night SmackDown last week on thursday night you know so like a john cena being added to a show could be done thursday night uh I do like that. It's an open challenge, that it's a surprise. Hey, you watch our show every week. We're going to give you surprises. And you know, wrestling fans love the back of the skull dopamine explosion. That is a surprise. Look, <laughs> you know, the one
1: thing I'm going to say is all right. Advertise Cena. I don't care. Advertise edge. I don't care. I don't want to know when Becky Lynch is coming back okay. and I don't want to see her before fans show up. Mm-hmm. I want that music to hit that. I want that fucking thing to hit and I want the crowd to explode and I want to see the natural react and I just want to see her come out and just own the fucking place wherever she is when she pops out I don't want to see her in the Thunderdome I don't want to know she's coming that's the surprise that's the reward for the live audience is the man is back
2: the, the
1: man, man comes and she, around the man comes around to complete The Man of Fest Destiny. She is taking over the entire WWE, the entire wrestling landscape from sea to shining sea to complete the Man of Fest Destiny. That is what I want out of Becky Lynch. Don't tell me it's coming. Make that a surprise. You can advertise Edge and Cena all you want. I don't care. That's going to get your uh, your casual audience in there. Surprise us with Becky Lynch. Give us that one for the diehards.
0: Rick, I think we've kind of covered everything. We've we've kind of covered all of, all of our possible loose ends. I know Kevin Owens going to be on the shelf here. I'll hope the best for him, and then he's healing up all right. And uh, some talk that he's filming some type of new show. So good yeah, on him. He, that him being
1: asked is reportedly according to the Wrestling Observer just storyline related. So. Mm-hmm. He's been killing it for a while. So yeah, give him some time off and
0: cool. And also it it comes back pressure, you know, Yeah, Uh, he's in it. He's in WWE for the long haul. He's got at least three or four years left in his deal. So don't worry, guys. He isn't going anywhere. Yeah, no, he's fine. Uh, And we're going to be here every Thursday. We're going to be here every Thursday. A lot of fun stuff coming up on our channel. For those of you that watch this whole video. Wow, this is awesome. Thank you guys so much. I really, really appreciate that. This is our
1: shortest show yet. Uh, this is
0: our shortest show Yeah, We kept this one reasonable, uh, but I do want to let people that know that follow us on Facebook. A lot of our content is going to be shifting. We're going to be doing some different things here in the future. Uh, so you're going to be seeing some of the shows you'd see on Facebook. They're going to be exclusive to YouTube. All right. Uh, so you want to get over to our YouTube channel and you want to subscribe. We are just not too far away. We're within uh, creepy crawlies fingertips on the briefcase of the ladder. To eighteen thousand, we already got it,
1: sir. We got the briefcase in our hand Oh, wonderful! We, this, we got it. We hit it this morning.
0: We got it. We got. We got the bag. We're, we're
1: climbing up that mountain. uh What's What's that game on uh Price is Right where they got the yodeling guy going? Up <laughs> yeah, yes. We're now approaching yes. 19,000. 19,
0: yes, so we're gonna shoot for that. And I, I really, really pr- uh, push you guys to be so thankful in your time and your efforts. Share the link. We want to do more fun things. We're talking about watch alongs. We're talking about extra shows that are fun stuff like that what's going on rick you just did your hand on your head what's up what did we
1: forget mainstream that's what i was trying to say earlier (laughs) i've literally been sitting here for five minutes trying to figure out what the hell word my brain wouldn't let me the mainstream audience god dirt stream to save my ass all right you can hear sitting here just trying to think of whatever that word was and finally like you light ball went off my head you can hear that uh
0: this sharp master of words can be heard every morning on WAW in cincinnati ohio
1: obviously i do better with scripts (laughs) uh than i do thinking of words off the top of my head
0: uh all right so he's definitely busy with that uh, also, check him out on Smack Talk Friday nights with Dutch Mantel right after Smackdown. We'll know you'll react to that right away. Some great stuff with him. Vince Russo joining us every Monday night after Monday Raw. Exclusive interviews every Tuesday with Unscripted. We just dropped a new episode with Dr. Chris Featherstone. The great drama king. Matt is on that show. Uh, you can also, you know him as Aiden English. Uh, yeah. Very uh, Shout out Columbia College alum, fellow Columbia College alum. English uh, go check those out fresh episodes up for you we have some big interviews Frankie Monet is on there Bobby Lashley did an interview with us prior to hell in a cell some great I uh, talked to him about that potential Brock Lesnar match that he wants so so many delectable audible visual things for you to consume from sports kita to wrestling if you haven't done already uh, you have your phone maybe you're watching this on your phone download the sports kita app We have our own app It is available in Google play and iTunes. We also have a sports key to wrestling specific app as well with all of the articles. You don't have to go clicking around everything in one click one thing on your phone. All right. All right. It is all right there. Go get the app if you can. And thank you guys so much for supporting what we're doing. Uh, I'll be busy with comedy things. I think I'm I'm playing like four or five different clubs next week. So it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, and I'm very patient people in my life, so thank you for that. You can check out my uh, my comedy stuff on my Twitter right now at Kev Callum. This K E V K E L L A M. Rick, where do they follow you? Do they follow you in the Twitter machine where you're posting these King of the Ring uh, theorized fantasy boards.
1: Yes, yes, I will be co- I will be keeping those King of the Ring fantasy brackets coming in hot. They are coming in hot. I'll be doing at least one a week. Uh, also, all the first exclusive clips uh, from my interviews. Uh, Kevin just uh, covered up my uh, Twitter handle there. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. From- for those of you who are watching the screen, there it is right there at the bottom. <laughs> at the Mucino. worst possible time to do it. It's the second week in a row you've done that to me. I uh, love at, you. <laughs> at Ricky R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. I'm closing in on my yearly goal of 2,000 followers, guys. I'm I'm 43 away, but who's counting? Uh, Please follow me. I would really, 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 really appreciate it. I love you forever.
0: There we go. Give us a follow. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Remember, when watching wrestling, whether you like it, you hate it or you think it's too soon to tell please always please always enjoy wrestling
1: come back for cop out next week